See, my grandmother's from the Midwest, so it was like, you have gravy. I'm not sure if Veronica's ever had an American Thanksgiving. I have never had an American Thanksgiving. Oh, true. Here, thus, is American the giving? dilemma. <laughs> I don't think you've, you've I seen think, the, I think I, that I would absolutely love that. I would love to have an American Thanksgiving. To be at an American Thanksgiving. It is the <laughs> most gratuitous Sounds meal amazing. of the year. <sighs> so, um, oh, five, four, four, three, two, and one. Hold on. Hello, world, is a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Hey guys, welcome back to the happy hour. Uh, we are in week, I don't know, 12 of the COVID pandemic and the, uh, you know, the NHL is still not playing. We still don't know for sure if play is going to continue. Um, also, protests over the uh, murder of George Floyd are still continuing, though admittedly with not nearly as much uh, you know, frequency as we've seen in the weeks prior. So um, we are not sure how that's going to end up, and both things are a mystery to us. Uh, there is some measly news uh, when it comes to the Habs, <laughs> and we're going to try to cover everything that we can. And we did not spend the first 20 minutes of us before recording <laughs> about Thanksgiving. Now. No, it all started all. because of Beats. It did start because of Beats. So, Sneezed my on name beats is David Auger. I'm at MetalDave01 <laughs> on Twitter.com. I'm joined, as always, by Beth. Hello, I'm Nicki Minaj, and you can find me at H-U-I-T on Twitter. And Veronica. Yeah, I'm at C-H-I-L-E underscore Pepper on Twitter. Beth, do yourself a favor and find... Nicki Minaj on Stephen Colbert's show on YouTube. Okay. Oh, yeah, that is that's so. I love her so much. When she was talking okay. about his wife. <laughs> yes. Right. Oh that no. Is a, do everybody listening, do yourselves a favor. Wait, do yourselves a favor, please. Stephen, Stephen Colbert. Colbert's wife. No. <laughs> <laughs> I should only be so lucky. My God, he's like one of my favorite humans. And if only I was married to John Oliver. Hmm. Oh, I love him too. What a dreamboat, sort but Stephen, of. Stephen Colbert in particular for me, part of the reason I adore him besides that he's like, you know, smart <laughs> and funny is he's so compassionate. Oh, I was about to say he's so nerdy. I'm like, I don't think that. He's uh, a huge nerd. But that, he's um, so nerds compassionate. Good. Nerds are my favorite. What are you talking about? I don't. Well, okay. Uh, you don't like Lord of the Rings, so the wedding no, is washed anyway. I don't like pointy ears and ears and creatures and all that stuff. There are that many is... kinds of nerds, David. Yeah, but we're talking about Stephen fucking. Yeah, he Colbert loves. Here. Yeah, he did that. He, he went in to New Zealand. Fucking <laughs> hobbits. He's yes. in the movie. <laughs> yes. He character. He is. In the it's so funny. He's not a character. Like, if you think I... Well, I mean, okay. Him and a his cameo. Yes. So, if you think I'm passionate like about Star Wars... No, 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 no. 
he like Colbert is like whoa, way into it. Like I was in. Doesn't Lord he Pain. like speak I, Elvish or something? Very little, and it's actually Quenya, the Noldorian language of Elvish. What? Oh, Elvish is a. I, feel, is a I thought species? he knew one of the one of the languages. Yes, he knows one of the Elven languages in Lord of the Rings. This Look is now. Sorry. Quickly becoming a Lord of the Rings podcast. No, it's <laughs> not becoming a Lord Absolutely of the Rings podcast. Not. <laughs> so the latest news is that wait, um, wait. Amazon Prime will have a uh, Lord of the Rings uh, TV show based in the Second Age. And as we all know, people, That's the Second Age takes place after the fall of uh, Morgoth in uh at the end uh, at the tail end of the polarity Dave, I think you're outvoted. This is not gonna be a Lord of the Flies or whatever. Podcast. So, John, uh, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. So, John Stephen Colbert, <laughs> sorry, Stephen Colbert, um, also did an interview which you will also find on YouTube. Lucky, um, that you'll also find on YouTube where he it's just a one on one with Anderson Cooper. Ooh, yes. have yes. you seen this, David? I may have before it I brought stopped me to watching tears. every day. It, it, he's, he's almost like a therapist in a way. Oh, yeah. He's such a good interviewer. He is so good. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's, had, he's experienced a lot of loss in his life at, a, at an early age. And he and Anderson were just like, and Anderson Cooper as well. Um, I think his father died. I don't think he even remembers his father. And um, he had an older brother who um, took his own life. And they were, anyway. Wow. Yes, it's just, it's, Colbert is like inspirational in how he processes grief. Mm-hmm. Anyway, if you can see that too, I mean, it's you kind of have to be in the mood, but if you just want to watch like just a wonderful conversation, it is very, very moving. Mm-hmm. Stephen Colbert's power is that he's very uh, empathic. Yes. Like you said, compassionate to his compassionate. Uh, guests. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, hates Trump. Donald Trump. Yeah, as opposed to that. And yes, he does. Which, he is not a fan of him. No. I think the only reason that The Late Show got as popular as it did is because of the monologues bashing the Trump administration. Because I remember before Trump was elected, The Late Show with Stephen Colbert was a very odd show. Like, odd as in, what the hell are these guys doing every Yeah, night? what is this show? Yeah, I remember, I remember too. I remember the premiere, like the first ever episode, and I'm like, this is... Like Nickelodeon made a late night show. Yeah, and it was hard to dissociate dissociate kind of from the Colbert Report character. Right, and see, that's the biggest thing with it. Right. Um. So a few things I figured out while we were talking about all this. Uh, one, Lord of the Flies was written oh, by my Lord Golding. Hello, I have no idea who the hell that is. So anyway, Lord so of the Flies, Golding's grandpa. No, it's not. <laughs> no, I just. <laughs> Lord of the Flies. How do you know? Yeah. Because Eli Golding wouldn't be Eli Golding without William Golding being the author of Lord of the Flies. I thought it was like John Steinbeck or something. No. 
Are you telling back Vicky or us? No, Ellie Golding. Ellie Golding, the singer. I know. Steinbeck, okay, what did he write? Remind me. The raisin, ra- uh, ra- grapes, grapes of wrath. Of wrath. Yeah, yeah. Um, the angry, angry fruit. Yeah. <laughs> also, um, East of the, Eden and the what, stuff like didn't that. Didn't he do the right. the butcher, the the slaughterhouse one? Not slaughterhouse five. No, that's uh. Um, oh no, Animal House. The, no, no, no. The jungle. Okay, we have to Google. The jungle. It's called the jungle. Uh, Steinbeck. No. Author. Oh, that was Upton Sinclair. Books. Okay, that's okay. That's right. East of Eden, Grapes of Wrath, Tannery mm-hmm. Row. And of Mice and Men. That's the, yeah, right. Yes. Okay. Trying to remember high school fucking Oh my god, he, English he kind of looked like my grandfather. Oh. Oh. My mom's maybe, dad. Maybe Eli Golding is William Golding's granddaughter. <laughs> no, I'm talking about Steinbeck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looked like my mom's dad. So we are the happy hour at right. happy hour on twitter.com <laughs> yeah. and it would do everyone very well to follow us on Twitter and nothing yes. else because we have nothing else. Um, we have a job. YouTube channel. <laughs> we do have a YouTube channel with like two videos. Yes. Um, is I it forget. ours? Or yeah, is it yours, Dave? It is ours. The happy hours. There's a we happy have a hour YouTube? YouTube channel. Yes. Yeah, remember um like the first time we couldn't record because Dave went somewhere. Or he went to like his family reunion. So he posted a video about Oh yes, 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 yes. He could I remember that video was about Max Pacioretty. Huh? Yeah. That it was. Was it? Interesting. Uh there's that video. There's another video where I think we took another week off for another reason that I don't recall. You went and to then, Japan. No. This was like years before that. Then um there was another video, the how-to, like how I actually record the podcast, which is vastly different now. So Yeah. I might have to, I might have to do a version two. Hmm. Hmm. What if we what if we all did a Zoom and uploaded it? We are doing Zoom right now. But we don't have videos. We aren't doing Zoom, we're doing Skype. Skype can do video call. Oh yeah. Anyway, after COVID. After after that, I get my eyebrows done. Word. So <laughs> that's the thing about Zoom that threw me completely out of like like I never heard of Zoom until covid happened me either and my first thought aside from the happy hour is why don't people use skype for this shit well and it does the same thing without the without any of the software glitches i have experience with zoom because of in my line of work we we make arrangements for meetings and the most convenient way for lots of meetings to occur is via video mm-hmm. in my in my at my job and we used to use Skype and i think it sucks we it um also Skype didn't for some reason Skype for business i'm talking about Skype there was for always issues always sucks. issues and when we we transitioned to Zoom and all of a sudden it was the easiest thing in the world. You don't Imagine. have to install an app, you don't have to have a profile, you don't have to you you just get a link and you log in. And so you're there. 
I believe that is the main difference between Zoom and Skype in so far that Zoom, I believe now based on that, is web-based, kind of like WebEx. That's right. But WebEx, WebEx sucks. does require, yeah, WebEx is terrible. It's really, really bad. I work for New York State and we use WebEx like all the time and it is a fucking atrocity and yes. nobody knows how to use it. And nobody, nobody knows how to use it. Like it blows my mind and I never want to host these damn things because it's like, oh, it, it, it automatically makes the, the, the calendar event in fucking Outlook and Outlook fucking sucks every year. And it's just it's such a we use the worst technology in a technology based agency that I work for. So that's a whole other conversation. But either way, I was surprised that Zoom was so suddenly became so prolific. And then, of course, the huge software security breach that I, you know, Skype's been around for 20 years. But let's just use Zoom. For me, for me, I like Zoom because you don't have to train anybody to use it. Yes, that is very important. Very um, important. User interface. Uh, what the hell is the word for it there? I'm trying to think. It's still user interface in Canada. I. What? I'm, I was just I'm messing with you. <laughs> Nothing. It's still user interface in Canada. What are you trying to say, David? No, I'm asking Beth what she's trying to say. No, I was just being silly because you said you said user interface, and then you're like, what is the word for it there? And I was like, no, it's still user interface in Canada. Accessibility. Yes. Is the word I was looking for, but that's actually still not the exact phrase I'm doing. Intuitive. That is. Yes, that. that's the word. That's a good yeah. word. It's accessible and intuitive with yep. a great user interface. Yeah. Sentence complete. So, this week, uh, Broussard opened up. Uh, tomorrow, we, tomorrow's day, first day, the first day for the players who are there. Oh, is it? Yep. Um, that, it was in that, it was in so that link that I sent you. I thought they had started last week, actually, but no, it seems that it is. They started, like, week. getting it together. Like, right, putting right, the right. ice down and all that stuff. We, yes. Great point. We, I believe the list of players that are at least in Montreal as well is a thing. Uh, so it's Jonathan Drouin. Mm -hmm. It's uh, Charles Houdon. It's mm -hmm. Michael McNiven. Yes. And mm -hmm. there's a third. Paul Byron, is it? Yes. Or a fourth, rather. Okay. So, yeah, uh, those are the four people that we know are confirmed that are actually in Montreal that can actually use uh, Brassard. Uh, at the moment, because players are still hither, thither, and yon around the world. Uh, Thomas Tatar has been training over in um, in Czech Republic. Uh, yeah, it's Czech Republic. Right? Isn't he from Slovakia? Thank you. That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, and then, yeah, he's the guy. And then, oh, yeah, Jesperi Kotkaniemi. Again, we know for sure that he is definitely training. And uh, he recently He's posted tennis. up. Yeah, and he looked fucking jacked. I was he like, does. oh, shit. He gained some tonnage. Yep. <laughs> like, I don't want to run into him by accident. I might hurt myself. <laughs> like you did with um, Juleson. Uh, yes, right. exactly. What a, man, I saw him. I'm like, no, he's not a person person. 
There's something about Noah Doolson is he's a very nice Chapeloudon. Yeah, Paul Byron is the fourth. Yeah. So and what a what an interesting little little uh quartet that is. He said yeah. Michael McDivin. Man, yeah. who, when's the last time anyone mentioned him? Not to say anything against him, but I mean back when he got sent to the ECHL and he was in my area and I didn't get to see him play. Mm-hmm. Mm. And David, I do I don't uh, we were talking last week about how you were wondering if it was open to the public and it says here phase 2 of the NHL's return to play plan limits access to club training facilities to small groups of players and essential staff. So I'm thinking okay. that right there, you know, defines that there's not going to be any public in attendance. And it would even it would even imply no press. Because it also yeah, says saw here, something. the okay. Canadian will share updates from training sessions while respecting appropriate physical distancing measures on social media. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I think it's going to be close to everybody. So we'll have to see uh, what happens. Yeah. So I'm ready to just do like an uh, an Instagram live, a Periscope. I will. Um, if I was able to, I would um, drive up to Brassard and hang uh, like a sign on my car, just be like "Keep going, boys," and just do laps around the facility. <laughs> like the wall of Jericho. <laughs> Great job, everybody. <laughs> Doing a good job. Appreciate it. Missed you. Good job, guys. Yeah. And once they leave, I'll leave. Um, so there it is. So now, uh, I think it was Stu Cohen said in uh, Black and White. Cowan, thank you. Really? It's yeah. Cowan? It is. I didn't want to say Cowan. Like the Mow. Right. Moo. Mow. Don't be such a cow, Stu. I'm going to bring one of them. I'm going to make a sign for that, too. Um, because I think he said that, yeah, there is no media allowed in Brassard while this is happening. So, um, yeah, uh, there it is. Uh, we're going to have players training, uh, on their lonesome and so we'll just, have to see tomorrow, uh, what the Habs say about it. Whoever's not on the ice has to record the Instagram live. Well, they said essential staff. Yeah, no, I was just being silly. Oh, again. <laughs> I'm just not funny. <laughs> no, it's not that you're not funny. I think that your delivery is very, it's very dry. That It goes over our oh. heads. It's our Wait. fault. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it is. It's our oh, fault. Oh, dear. Is Dave still with us? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep, Dave. He oh, just let and, us talk. Yeah. <laughs> And you know what else happened last week? What else um, happened last week? Jeff Molson had a conference call that went yes. on for a day and a half. Yes, he did. And he had a lot to say. I hope we he could, had some water. We could probably... Um, now, is that was that too dry a delivery? <laughs> Were you making a funny? Yes. Because <laughs> it's a day and a half of talking. <laughs> I get it from my father. He is the same way. So, like, he and I will laugh at things, and everybody else is like, there was a joke that happened here. So, I'm I'm sorry. 
I can't see you, otherwise I'd wink every time you made a joke. I'll just say wink. No, don't do that. I, I won't. The wink, that was it. Okay. Anyway, Dave, conference call. Um, I was looking for a transcript of it because I don't think it exists. Uh, um, but there was a lot that uh, Molson went over. Um, he, uh, yeah, one of the main points that people pointed out is that he will not get a president for hockey operations. That is not going to happen. Yep. Not anytime soon. Not ever, not ever, 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 ever. So that's done. Um, any other points that he made, though, I think uh, at least in, re- in regards to the return to play, that he's in the same boat as the rest of us when it comes to the information, or at least what he's allowed to say, in that uh, we don't know any more than we do know. The only thing uh, new that came out of, I think, his press conference call was that we will definitely have training camps set to open on July 10th. So that's another about another month uh, until we have like another phase to start uh, you know, their phase three, which would be the training camps for the NHL. Yet we're not sure about the hub cities yet either. So I thought a, a they said one was Vegas, but they have, I haven't heard anything about the Eastern one. Right. Well, Vegas is apparently one of the supposed hubs and there hasn't okay. been any hub that's been said that they're excluded yet. So there's no definitive yes or no anywhere. Okay. And I would be, I would be semi shocked if they decide that Vegas is a place to, uh, do hockey. I understand the geographic location. I understand, uh, the popularity of Vegas, but I don't understand the COVID aspect of it because, well, it's not good over there. No, not as bad as say like Arizona, which I was hmm. just speaking to uh, just speaking to uh, Veronica uh, today about it. Arizona in the past uh, three or four days have had over 4,500 new positive cases pop up out of seemingly nowhere. So yeah, and I don't feel. I mean, I could be wrong. I have not done research on this, but they don't seem like a place that would have rinks that like the NHL could commandeer uh so so to speak um and have teams practice at when there aren't or be able to do things at when there aren't games like when they're not playing games if that makes sense like they only have one or two rinks well what other what else would they be using them for like warm-ups and stuff or would they just still only do Because they have rinks. I mean, they yeah. got the two by Red Rock. Two, three, no, two by Red Rock, which is the practice facility for the Knights. And then they have the actual, uh, whatever the hell it's called, the PNC, the PVC. Uh, the, no, no, the T-Mobile Center. <laughs> T-Mobile. That's right, the T-Mobile Center <laughs> I don't understand the obsession with Las Vegas. Ah, because that's where the money is. And that's where the hotels are also. There's a Yeah, the logistics are nice. Granted, I do agree 100% with Brian Wilde. Just have it in fucking Edmonton. No. Why not? Edmonton's cases are going up. How many cases? Like 20? Uh, No, like, I think it's in the triple digits. Okay. 
Is that Edmonton City or like Alberta? Uh, Alberta. Okay. I believe. All right. But yeah, Alberta had been trending downward and now they're trending upward. Mm. I think they both of the hub cities should be in New York because... Uh, <laughs> you can't go, David. I can and I will find a way <laughs> because that's on my side of the border. On this side of the border, freedom reigns, baby. But you can't attend the game. It, there's going to be no fans. I'll be outside of my car honking. Oh, Dave. Discard a goal. Beep. <laughs> the lone guy in the parking lot. Uh, with my giant sign just hooked to the top of Walter. <laughs> my 2014 Ford Focus is named Walter. And, Did uh, we finish that, talking I, about Jeff Molson? Um, I mean, what else uh, did he mention aside from the well, hockey ops? Was, and, uh, there was there was there was a slight amount of controversy um, that was created by our friend Arpin Bastu. He wrote an article in the Athletic, um, a really good one. So, something that I appreciate have come to appreciate about Arpin is even though I will sometimes find myself disagreeing with him, he's no. he's he is passionate and he's sincere. And I think, um, like, I don't, I don't want to speak for him, but he, what his article says is um, he went on for 90 minutes and didn't say anything. Aww. And he was, I mean, that's, I can, I, I, I get what he's saying, but what he was most, what most um, seemed to stick out for him was, when it came to talking about all of the social situation happening right now all over North America, um, you know, kind of the, all of the protests and everything that began with the murder of George Floyd, um, he dropped the ball and he could have said something. He could have said something valuable there and he didn't. And so that was kind of... Um, that, that was sort of a criticism that was going around. The comments after the article were sort of evenly split between, you know, one guy said, <clears throat> I subscribe to The Athletic to talk about sports, not to talk about blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Um, and then other people who were like, yeah, you're dead right. Arpin, he should have, he, you know, he could have used the opportunity to say Black Lives Matter. He could have used the opportunity to, you know, speak from the heart about something, but he decided to not really go there. And honestly, I think he wasn't prepared to answer that question. Did, was he asked about Black Lives Matter? Was he asked about? I George don't know Floyd? what the, I don't know what the exact question was, but it was Arpin's question. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Arpin has been very on top of that. He's Arpin's not just sticking to sports. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So um, yeah, I thought I thought that that was interesting because I I totally get Arpin's point. Um, but I just think I think he just wasn't prepared, and I almost feel like he attended the conference call because um, he wanted to address the whole Vincent Danfous rumor. Right, right. Because that he led with that. He had a prepared statement that he led with. 
then all of a sudden he's being asked about uh, George Floyd and Black Lives yeah, Matter. I just, right? I just think he wasn't. I, I think he was caught off, caught off guard. I think he wasn't prepared. Like he hadn't been prepared for that question. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well, so that was a little bit of a controversy. Yeah, and I can, I can understand the, uh, the, uh, like the disappointment in not hearing from uh, Molson himself in regards to uh, Black Lives Matter. Yeah. But. And this is the big but in my mind. It's I I have to stop. I have to stop relying on sports figures to treat humanity like an equal pool because they just don't. And it's bad. And that's what do you it. Mean? I mean, why why should they care? Aside from it being like a human being should be treated no, I don't as a human think being as anyone care. else. I know, I think but it's and it's it's also Black Lives Matter it, was a controversial ex- thing to say not twenty days ago. Right. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And it is important. Like and and why? <laughs> anyway, so um, I I just think he was reluctant to say anything too passionate. That's what it sounded like to me. I I listened mm. to the whole call. Or actually, not the whole call. I missed his his statement at the beginning, but it was uh, recreated in Arvin's article. But um, yeah, it just it was just kind of milk a toast. Mhm, mhm. I gotcha. Yeah, he's, there's just there just wasn't a lot of passion there where that's concerned. He wasn't dispassionate or unsympathetic, mm-hmm. but he was just sort of meh, bland. Right. And uh, what I was trying to say before is that we can't expect anything more than that. Yes, I think that I think that we're so conditioned to listening to hockey people. Like, I mean, it didn't even I at the end of it, I thought that was a good call. I didn't even take it as why didn't he say this? Why didn't he say that? And, you know, I do I do understand Arpin's disappointment, though. Mm-hmm. As because do I. yeah one of the biggest businesses in quebec right he owns it but i mean there's they're also so used to being apolitical so i i don't know yeah no anyway. i understand it yeah he's no um yeah. who the hell's the coach for um yes it's the clippers is it or the owner of the clippers or um damn it i See, yeah, as soon as I get out of hockey, I have no idea. Whoever that guy is, he is 100%. I know who you're talking about, and I can't think of his name. Yeah, I have But no the idea. other guy, Steve Kerr, dude, um, his Twitter is good, and he cool. is pissed. Good for him. Steve Kerr is a coach for one of these teams, right. but he, he used to be the teammate of Michael Jordan. Ooh. Too. He's really cool. I, That's I, like uh, royalty. Yeah, totally. <laughs> he was in that um, last dance. Oh. And uh, he's just he's just a stand-up guy. I wish I could think of the name of the other coach. Um, but he he's just passionate and furious, and he's so good. Excellent. Yeah. Well, Any good. Coach? We'll see. 
there is um, there's a whole lot of time for teams to catch up in. The Habs have done a whole lot better than the Rangers, and we're not going to talk about that at no. all. No. So, moving on to some other news that happened. I'm surprised no one has mentioned Greg it yet. Greg Popovich. Greg Popovich, thank you. Yes, that is yes. a very familiar name to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, some Whoa. other good news. Yeah, UP. for sure. No, UP. UP. But oh. yes, UP. Somebody else first, though. Um, Shea Weber is the Habs candidate for the Bill Masterson That's trophy. right. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there's a list of other names out there that we actually don't really care about because no. they're not Habs. Mm-mm. So good for Shea Weber for the Bill Masterson. It, it Masterton. Masterton. Is awarded annually to the National Hockey League player who best exemplifies the qualities of perseverance, sportsmanship, and dedication to ice hockey. If anybody else wins it, aside from Shea Weber, it is a tragedy. No, I'm thinking um, that Ottawa Senators guy, Bobby Ryan. Oh, right. Bobby yeah. Ryan. That is I true. I think it's his. That's that just true. That's case closed. Yeah. But Shea Weber did come back from the dead. Yes, he did. He did. He, back, he came back from the dead. He was I our mean, Lazarus this year. That's dedication to the sport of hockey. He was going to. They, they announced that he was going to be out for six weeks, and he came back five days later. Mm-hmm. Five days later. Mm-hmm. Like I did my vacation early because you guys were being assholes. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Just out like, of spite. Remember what's that guy's name? Kiprios. Yeah. yeah. How about them apples? Kiprios' oh. information should never again be believed. Nope. Gonna have to take it with a salt mine. <laughs> uh, if Weber wins it, he would join other uh, Habs players that have won over the years. Max Pacioretty in yep. uh, 2012, Saka Koivu in 2002, uh, Sergei Savard in 79, Henri Richard in 74, and Claude Provost in 68 who was the wow. inaugural recipient of the reward. Oh. So a lot of uh, very important halves on Bill that list. Bill Masterton is the only player in NHL history to die as a direct result of injuries suffered during a game. Was that um, the leg? The injury suffered during a game. Yeah, was it I don't recall what the injury was. That rings a bell. The leg thing? The leg thing. The leg. <laughs> the like leg he broke thing. it, then the Morrow got infected, and he died of blood poisoning or something. I could be wrong. Uh, it might be somebody else. Did he, did he, just a moment. Masterton suffered a severe internal brain injury. That is not the leg. During the first period of Minnesota's January 13th, 1968 game against the Oakland Seals. The Seals? He carried the puck up the ice at full speed, passing it off as two Seals defenders, Larry Cahan and Ron Harris, converged on him. Masterton was knocked backward in the resulting collision and landed on his head. Like most players of his era, he was not wearing a helmet. Mm-hmm. Referee Wally Harris compared the hit to an explosion, adding, he was checked hard, but I'm sure it wasn't a dirty play. The force of the impact caused Masterton to bleed from his nose, ears, and mouth. Oh, Caused him to lose consciousness before he left the ice. Uh, according to some accounts, he briefly came to and muttered, never again, never again, before passing back out. Mm. Um, 
did he, he attended, he was attended by two neurosurgeons and three other doctors. They soon concluded that the injury was too severe for surgery to be a viable option. 30 hours after his fall, he died. Wow. That's quite horrific. That is very horrific. And it's almost hard to believe that only happened once. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Really? You know, like the way we saw Kapkanyemi. Mm-hmm. fall that day where it looked like he'd broken his neck. Right. Yeah. Well, he, yeah. Was slew, that the, the day he crashed into the boards? The slew foot. Slew, when he was slew footed. Yeah. By that Colorado avalanche. That's right. Yeah. Now, and as you said, the referee deemed it fair play and <laughs> continued mm-hmm. on with a uh, poor uh, Masterton. Jesus. What a piece of work. All right. So anyway, Shea Weber is going to be uh, the candidate from the Habs to, uh, you know, make a bid for it. Good for him. Yeah. Um, then there was also a, a conference uh, with Shea Weber as well. He yes. Had a, a short one, 10 minute or so. And um, yeah, he just talked about his love for the game and how he deals essentially yeah with all of the injuries he had to in the few in the you know some of the years he's been a captain for the Habs or a player for the Habs it's going on what are we year four with him yeah Mm. well three that was this that was the third season yeah the trade was four years ago almost right at the end of this month oh gosh Awesome. And who knows if Subban's going to be traded again. <laughs> uh, probably. Mm. C'est possible. He's a lot cheaper now. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't he? Like the, it, uh, mm, I'm not sure how it works. I don't recall either. He doesn't um, have a lot of time left on that contract. No. Just a mm-hmm. year or two. Right. So somebody, wow, that, wow, that's going to be a whole other drama. Whoever mm-hmm. has to, whoever has to like re- renegotiate his contract. Oh my God. He still thinks he's the best player in the Who NHL. Who is his agent? Mm, I don't know. Harvey Lindsay. Basically. Graham? Vaughn. Ted Lindsay? Oh, his fiance. <laughs> I was like, What? I was like, who are I was like, thinking of all the Lindsays. I was like, no. The agency is WME. Weem. Weem. <laughs> Mummy. Wimmy. Can't spell <laughs> WME mm. without me. That's mm. right. That that fits. Yep. Yep. It does. Um, I don't know who the it doesn't say and it may. This is an old article. It might not be. Oh, here we go. Agent. Who cares? I don't. Why am I looking? Who cares? Yeah, I don't okay. care. Yeah, about I don't. I don't actually care. Any way, shape, or form. <laughs> I wonder now, if somebody. All... Yeah. No, no, somebody no. that I do care about is Yupi. Me. And oh. Veronica. And Beth. <laughs> and Beth. Yay. And Ashley. And yes. Ashley. We miss <laughs> Ashley. We do miss Ashley. One day the baby will have a job and she can come back to us. (laughs) (laughs) 
we're still gonna have a podcast. She can bring the baby with her. That's fine. That sounds terrible. I'm not editing that. <laughs> but no, I would appreciate her input. <laughs> it's not, it's, it doesn't sound terrible. She's gonna laugh when she hears it. Sure. Okay. <laughs> One day the baby will get a job. One day and the then baby Ashley will get can it. be on the podcast again. <laughs> baby gap. <laughs> <laughs> she can get a job being a bouncer for babies at the playground. She's so big. She's so big. <laughs> Those eyes of that baby. Oh my god. My limpid pool. God. And just stare into your soul. They just I know. You they should like when Ashley is like interrogating the older ones, she should just hold up that baby. <laughs> They would Look not be able to lie. <laughs> not be able and to tell lie. me. <laughs> tell the baby what you did. You wouldn't be able to lie. Would you lie to a baby? <laughs> <laughs> I, for one, would. I'm sorry. I can lie dead ass to a baby. <laughs> 110%. No qualms about telling a baby a fib. That's you you lie to the cops. The I lie to the cops all the time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sir, you were going like 20 miles an hour over the speed limit. Can you tell me where you're trying to get to in such a hurry? I'd be like, sir, I'm lost. I don't know where I am. I didn't know that the that the you know that the speed limit changed however many miles back. I'm sorry. Are you having a good night, sir? <laughs> Bam! And there it is. As soon as I care about them. <laughs> I have a story. They're, they're all happy. Yeah, what's your story? My story is, I was driving home one day. Um, so I was driving home one day, and I had my girlfriend with me. And for once, it was like, yes, I'm not alone, so I can go into the carpool lane. And of course, oh. I get stuck behind a woman who is going 10 kilometers under the speed limit which is it's like all open highway in front of her that's like two and a quarter miles per hour in america oh my lord <laughs> and so i finally got a chance to pass her at kind of like there's like like you know like a bus stop kind of pull yeah. off there so i passed her go i went through this bus stop thing and then I was like, yes, finally, open road, let's go. And then something like maybe five minutes later, I see the police lights in my rear view. And I'm like, shit. And so he comes up to me and he goes, do you know why I stopped you? And I'm like, I was driving too fast. And he goes, <laughs> that's one reason. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. And he's like... <laughs> I've been following you since way back there trying to catch you. So I was like in a police chase and I didn't even know it. And so uh, then he's like, those are um, the best. He's like, can I see <laughs> your license? And I go, no, I lost it. And he's like, you, and I'm like, no, no, no. I, I haven't lost my driver's license. I, 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 I haven't lost my, you know, right to drive. It's just my actual driver's license card. I left it in the seat of an airplane you know in the pocket because in those Very. days you could just i just you don't need your passport or anything you and would so, get a ticket 110 percent. sorry Brian. so 
okay, so I didn't have my driver's license. And then he's like, well, do you have any photo ID? And I'm like, of course, I've got my pa- like a passport. And he goes, well, can I see it? And I go, well, I don't have it on me. It's at my house. Why and would you like, mention it? Well, because he asked me if I had photo ID and I do. <sighs> my passport. I just didn't, I don't carry it. I have a Costco like, card, sir. Unfortunately, it's in my other purse. And then he's like, does that help? He goes, <laughs> he goes, well, you also passed that, did you, like, you passed that woman back there that was an illegal, that was illegal. And I go, she was driving very slow. And that is also very dangerous because it's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. The only point that I lost when I took my driver's test was because I wasn't going the speed limit because I was so paranoid. I drove too slow. So anyway, so he goes back to his car and my, my friend and I are just like, I, we were like hysterical. Like, I'm just like, oh my God. She's like, you might, she's, he might like arrest you. Like you don't have your driver's license. You've just broken all these laws. And I'm like, I didn't even know. Oh, that's the other thing that I said to him. I said to him, um, I said, well, I'm from Chile. And he goes, well, in this country, we don't, we don't go around cars on that side, like use, I use a bus stop to get around, but this woman was driving me crazy. Anyway, long story short, he, he had just run out of tickets, so he couldn't write me a ticket. And that was, that's the story. We were furiously calculating if I didn't get arrested, what this ticket was going to be. It's going to be like $600 or something ridiculous, but I didn't, I just didn't get a ticket. That's my story. And That's I didn't a, lie. I told the truth. I did nothing but tell the truth, truth, truth. That is a fascinating story. <laughs> I am pretty sure that the cop didn't want to write that ticket because it'd be too much of a pain in the ass to yeah, write it. Yeah, there's not enough space <laughs> on there. There were, you You went through I'm, like six red flags in that interrogation <laughs> he went through. <laughs> Oh my lord, that's amazing! I'm, anyway, I'm so it's, proud. It's, sorry, it's it's a terrible story, kind of a privileged story to tell. Oh, it's totally, thinking back well, on it, but yes. okay, yeah. that's actually anyway, number one. I can I lie to cops because yeah. of my privilege. So <laughs> I did not tell any lies, and yes. I still got arrested. That's bullshit. Yeah, but yeah. I'm I'm still here though, and that's what we're grateful for. Yeah. Don't go to jail though; it's not a fun time. But you got your hair Not done. Did I was. you get your hair done? Didn't somebody do your I braided did. hair? I, I did. A nice girl braided my hair and made me a hair elastic out of um, the cuff of her sock. That was really nice. And she let me listen to her radio. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, you be. <laughs> That's right. You be. You be. You be was inducted into the Mascot Hall of Fame. Finally, about time. Guy's been around for 40 years, so. Mostly with the Expos. Mostly with the Expos, but he He's still only remains. Had 15 years with us. Right, but he still remains the only mascot in any major sport in North America to switch leagues, kind of like Michael Jordan. Yes. And he's the first and only two league mascot to be inducted. Wow. There it is. And it will probably never happen again. No. Another Habs first. Yeah. 
Now, the thing I'm wondering about is that there can't be diamonds on this freaking mascot ring. No. No. That would be... Probably. It is a very silly ringtone. I do enjoy it. It's something that you'd see out of the Muppets. <laughs> it's awesome. I love it. And congratulations to Yuppie. It's uh, yet another honor to regale the uh, storied franchise of both the Expos and Le Canazzi and the Marielle. A lot of people don't like Yuppie, and I don't understand. Me either. He's fun. He's He brings a lot of joy. Well, a lot of like, people isn't are it mass- he or she. I don't know. We don't know. And that's another great aspect of UP. We have yeah. no idea. We have no oh, idea. Oh, I thought it. But the, oh, uh, do you mean the person inside UP? The suit? Oh, UP the character. Is, is it a he? <laughs> is it a he? <laughs> I thought it was a he. Is I he thought referred it was, to? I thought... well, we gotta look this up. I assume UP is a dude. I assume Yuppie inside the person who operates Yuppie is a woman. Because Yuppie has some really good moves. And I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now, now, Gritty also has good moves. And oh, that's my God. Gritty is hilarious. There is yeah. nothing. Yeah. He's, he, he revolutionized mascot dumb. Yeah, overnight. Yes. And he is not in the Hall of Fame. Ha <laughs> ha. Well, I mean, he's only been around for yeah, a year. Yeah, he's got to put in a few more years. Yeah. yeah. No, actually, wait until next year and he gets inducted. It's like shit, man. It'll be he, like the youngest. It'll be the youngest mascot. He would. Yeah, right. He he would show up at the at the mascot Hall of Fame wherever it is with like his entourage of Secret Service people. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, 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 it's awesome. So so much good stuff. So it's very cool. Um, okay. And Yuppie is the first Canadian mascot as well to be inducted into the Mascot Hall of Fame. very interesting. Do the other teams even have one? Yeah, Edmonton has the Oh, Vancouver has the Orca. Yeah. Yup, yup. Finn. The Senators Finn. have Finn um, is lame, Senecat. I met do they have a? Do they have... Um, that was when I was in Ottawa. And then don't the don't the rap Rangers don't the Raptors have one? Oh, yeah, don't the Raptor. Oilers have that terrifying one? That yeah. cat, that Talk awful the cat. cat. Harvey the Hound is the Calgary Flames Who? mascot. Harvey the Hound. I think he's like a a firefighting hound. And then the Leafs have that weird bear. His name's Carlton. Like, why? Where did that come from? Like, he's not. On the I can't even picture of this. Oh, yeah. Huh. Wiki uses um, just says he, his for Yuppie. Okay. Ah, there it is. Yeah. Well, also, too, when he when he now was ejected from that Expos game back in the day. Yes. Uh, yeah. That was very, I would have assumed that's very male sleepwear with the little yeah. top and the, and the gown thing that he wore. It seemed very... Uh, Yes. It was very much. That's like, right. That's right. Like, um, Mother Goose. This is yes. what my dad, like dad in a sleep cap and whatever. I always thought like a Scrooge. No, not yes, Scrooge. Yes, I was oh, just yeah, about to say yes, Scrooge yes. too. If not, see, I was actually thinking of um 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 um. Charles oh, Dickens. Yes, exactly. Thank you. Yeah, is Scrooge it? from the yeah. Christmas story. The Christ- the, Christmas yeah. Carol. 
See, I was just thinking, maybe they thought, thought Scrooge McDuck. I'm like, oh, well, Scrooge McDuck also <laughs> had the same jammies. Damn. What a, what a, what a twisted and tale. Scrooge McDuck played Ebenezer in the Disney Christmas Carol. And there you go. What a... And one of my favorite Christmas carols is the Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, it is so good. It is. It is such a joy. This will become a Muppet podcast. Um, oh, please. That's please, fine. That's please, fine. please, please, please. Which, by the way, I got this Disney Plus. Yeah. It's, I mean, I'm going to be done watching it by the time my free week is up. They don't have a lot on there, but um, so well, there's a whole Muppet category in there, and they don't have the best Muppet movie of them all. The they Christmas they Carol. don't have the Muppets Take Manhattan. Oh, okay. So I actually don't think I think that was a strictly Jim Henson thing outside of Disney. No, because they do have the Great Muppet Caper. They have the original Muppet movie. But the Muppets Take Manhattan isn't in there. And it's I'm a travesty. To, I'm going to get to the bottom of this immediately. I, I, I was so excited. Because I got my kids turned on to the Muppets when they were little. Like, I even got them DVDs of the Muppet Show, the original. It was, it was a big... Um, a good time. It was a big priority of mine to teach these kids good comedy. Oh, what an interesting issue. It was an it was a big priority of mine. Like A Fish Called Wanda, the movie that we were talking about a few weeks ago. I showed them I showed them that. I showed Max that when he was about nine. Um yeah, comedy comedy it's very important to be to appreciate good comedy, comedy that is done well. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like you know, like, I don't know, like toilet humor and all that sort of, you know, low-hanging like fruit. Park. No, South Park is really smart. Yeah, it is, actually. I'm, I'm glad it's you said It's really that. smart. So there is a reason why uh, Muppets Take Manhattan is not on Disney+. Plus is because Disney does not own it. Well, how come they own the other ones? Uh, unlike Henson's previous films, uh, the Muppet movie, The Great Muppet Caper, and The Dark Crystal, The Muppets Take Manhattan was originally released by TriStar Pictures and not produced by ITC Entertainment, mainly because ITC was suffering from extreme financial difficulties at the time. Therefore, unlike the previous films, the distribution rights to Muppets Take Manhattan did revert to the Jim Henson Company in 1998, but did not revert to the Walt Disney Company in 2004. Due to this... It is one of three Muppet films, along with Muppets from Space, and a direct-to-video feature covered Swamp Years, whose home video distribution rights are still controlled by Sony Pictures and not Walt Disney. You sounded like, you know, the guy on those, like, medicine commercials? Yeah, like, <laughs> runs through everything. <laughs> May cause blurry vision. Blah, 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 blah. That was really just, good, David. I'm just Thank glad you. I could do it with great articulation oh it's a that huge was, paragraph i wanted to get the that fuck was really, really work. you should look into that like if side, anybody needs side, a, side work yeah if anybody needs a paragraph you know blur it out in about <laughs> you know, 10 seconds just let me know yeah that's a talent oh, yeah man that was a that was kind of hard my head hurts now <laughs> you should have a sip of water i have a dr pepper knew it i'm having a clamato 
Mm. No. Mm. You don't like it? I don't like tomato juice. Mm. Oh my is... god. You don't like to what about V8? Yeah. Nope. Whoa. No. Hate them. I, um, I used to mix V8 with my vegetable soup as a child. Ooh, that sounds good. So I had so you you know you had I the, think my the, mom that, used to do that, but I don't want to drink it. And then you put all the vegetable crap in. It was it was the soup my grandmother made whenever we like kind of ran out of shit to eat. So she just took everything that was left and put it in a soup. Awesome. That's what and, you uh, do. Yep. And she would just let the deer leg sit in the pot for like eight hours, get the mm. broth really good. Oh. And you know, you make it, you put it down, and you take the can of V8, you know, stir it. Okay. Anyway. Um the last thing. My mom used to put V eight in my lunch. Give me a V8 in my lunch. You are. Wow. I used yeah. to have Coke. In your lunch? Absolutely. A can of Coke in your lunch for school? Uh, like one of those smaller, like, plastic ones. But, yeah, pretty much. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I Dave demanded it. Dave was so it. much simpler. <laughs> <laughs> so much simpler. Dave was a true 90s child. <laughs> I um, am a wonder of uh, medicine. And not in a good way. <laughs> Yes, it's a miracle. If not a wonder, I am a case study, or at least yeah. I. <laughs> Jesus. They're like, like they, they're like, will you please donate your body after you die so we can look at it? Planning on doing that. Same. Yeah, I'm gonna do High that five. too. Yeah. Yes. High donate five. your body to science. Yeah. It's Enjoy. better for the environment. Enjoy. I don't want to be in a box and it's in the ground. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be yeah. chopped up by scientists. Taken. Yeah. yeah, same here. Yeah. Cause I have a weird brain. I have weird blood. Dave has weird blood. Uh, my skeleton's jacked up. It's fine. I'm Latina. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what I what I have to offer. <laughs> you are an exquisite specimen, and so they're gonna be like. We, they're gonna like carefully, like lovingly slice your brain and look at it, like under a microscope, and be like, "Oh my God, look how many synapses she has." This brain this isn't amazing. smooth at all. Yeah. <laughs> There's so it's many wrinkles of... on her brain. David, you have to live for a long time. I know. I'm gonna be around can't for a long time. Do this podcast without you. Time. Yeah. Yes. Don't like we do. Worry. We have no idea what we're doing. It's okay. I um, <laughs> as long as I can keep running the way that I do, holy crap! Ugh. Ugh. It would just I be me and Veronica talking about again. salad. Hey <laughs> Weber. <laughs> yeah. And so, and Kudkiniami. Yeah. Yeah. There is one other thing going on with the Habs in that they are doing a virtual run to support underprivileged youth. Sponsored by the Montreal Canadiens Children's Foundation, they announced their Circuit Blue Blanc Bouge. What does Bouge mean? Mouth? It's French. It's, um, no. I looked it up. It's, I think it translates to move. Bouge? Yeah. Bouge? Our listeners are screaming at us right now. They're... Oh my God! Imagine La Miss right. is gonna be. <laughs> anyway, a virtual run is taking place from June 22nd to June 28th, and you can go to a website to uh, sign up, put in a $10 donation, and say these are how many kilometers we're going to run at some point next week, 
and do it. And the whole point is that they want to run a certain amount of kilometers in order to have the donation matched uh, by somebody in somewhere. I had all the information here and it vanished. I can't find it. Oh. Either way, it's a good cause. Uh, check out the Habs uh, news feed for the Circuit Blue Blanc Bouge virtual run and you'll find all of the information there. Uh, visit uh, foundation.canadien.com. Good. All proceeds will go to purchasing active kits for disadvantaged children. And disadvantaged children, getting stuff is good. So please oh, do yeah. that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a fun tidbit that I learned this week. It's half-related. Oh. You have and a fun table. We're coming to the end of the podcast. This will be the conclusion. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's a fun tidbit. The yeah. tea, when you cross your T on the little T, that line is called a tittle. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's very true. We talk about everything in the group chat. We okay. really do. <laughs> so much stuff. Um, and then did you guys what? the jot and then what oh yes the jot you can't the talk jot. about the tittle without talking about the jot yes <laughs> it's like the smoking jot. and alcohol you can't have one without the other just come on guys no wonder I'm Sorry. on the podcast what's going on here Beth has a tidbit yeah, the jot is the dot above the I, but the also... The jot is the dot above the I. Is that also above the J, the lowercase J? Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> Make sure you um... do cross your T's and dot your lowercase <laughs> J. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, I love um... that movie so much. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. 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 So, um, the Deloriers, who are no longer Habs, uh, they had a new baby recently. Yes. And the new baby's godparents are a current Hab and his wife. Do you guys know? Charles Ludon. Nope. Um, a current Hab and his okay. wife. Yep. Dale Weiss. Nope. Um, Keith Kincaid. No. <laughs> He's, is he still a Hab? Until he is, he technically. He is apparently one of the goalies that the Habs are going to use. No. It's going to be Price, Kincaid, Promo, and somebody else, I think. We do not no, that's, for... that's out of the question. Mm -mm. Well, they have to bring as many goalies as they can, and he's going to be one of them. No. He's well, gonna, they're not going to play he's, They're going to leave him in the hotel room. Yeah. <laughs> Watch Forensic Files. And just stay there. <laughs> Order room service. Or they're going to have him disinfecting the bench or something. Yeah. <laughs> Refill the Gatorade. <laughs> I don't want to be nice to Keith Kincaid anymore. Kobe, he he behaved badly. Anyway. Yes, he did. He did. He okay, um, is it Carrie Price? It is not Carrie Price. Shea Weber? Nope. <laughs> um, Dave, do you have any guesses? <laughs> I said Keith Kincaid. I already got shot down. So <laughs> I'm gonna guess. Really I'm still easily. gonna guess. Okay. Paul Byron. Nope. Oh shit. Oh, Jonathan Drouin. Nope. 
Jonathan is not married. Oh, yes. Okay. And his wife. Good point. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to shoot. How many more guesses do I have? As many as you want. Or until okay. Dave says, all right. <laughs> until Dave says, we have to go. Um, okay. Just wait. I'm bringing up the roster. Okay. It's, oh, is it Philippe Dano? It is. Yay. It is Philippe Dano. Um, oh, I thought we said his name already. All right. Nope. No. We had uh, Jody. Joni Deloria, who is very lovely. She has responded, at least like liked all of my responses to her oh. Instagram stories and stuff. She's so nice. Um, she is. And whatnot. Um, but she posted a picture of Colton, the new baby, in an outfit that he and it was it was like thank you, um, God, Dad, and Godfather and Godmother, and tagged the uh, Deloriers in it. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. Um, so it's neat that they're still close, even though they're on opposite sides of the continent and in two different countries. But yeah, I'm happy for him. Uh, yeah. the way that his career has gone. Colton Delorier. Yes, Colton. Well, they were running Ace. out of names. They've got four, four kids now. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of names <laughs> to go through. There's only so many names to go around. And to Colton. remember, oh my God. It probably yeah. has some sort of significance. Yes. <laughs> How many times have I have I swapped my kids' names, and they're my a boy mom and girl? Does that too. My mom yeah. swaps my Still. name with a dog. So. <laughs> I've been called by my grandmother has called me by all of my aunt's names, all of my cousins' names, my brother's <laughs> name, the dog's name, and the cat's name, and my grandfather's name before mine, and I'm the first grandkid. So. My mom sometimes calls my daughter my nickname. Oh, how dare she? I know. And then when my daughter was small and um, defiant and obstinate, mm-hmm. my mother would say, you're paying for your sins. Wow. And then I'd <laughs> say, what sins were you paying for them? <laughs> and it's this whole thing. It was so funny last year. Uh, at Christmas time, Robbie was in the kitchen, and um, he usually is in the kitchen at dinner. He's the one who's usually engineering the whole meal. And my mom walked in, and she started going, "Oh, Robbie, blah, 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 you're doing something," you know. He was doing like whatever. And then I walk in, and I'm like, "Robbie, what are you doing?" And he goes, "Let's just get Sophia in here now." And all three of you. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, you're all three. You're all the same person, different ages." <laughs> Sophia, get in here. <laughs> Very funny. That's hilarious. my mom is the original comedian, though. That's incredible. Every once in a while, I get a punch from my mom and my like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Now your brother missed it. Sorry, mom. Oh, punch is her brother. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. I thought he was uh-huh. like an uncle, like an uncle that isn't your uncle. You know. No, no, he's my biological uncle. Wow. I didn't, I never knew that. Oh, well, yeah, there it is. Yeah. Yep, it's uh, Ponch, my mom, Diane, Rachel, Carol, uh, Linda, Doris. How many siblings does your mom have? Um, Five. Okay. One brother and the rest are sisters. Wow. Yeah, my grandfather was happy when I was born. Because the mm-hmm. first few cousins were also girls, and Ponch was the first baby and a boy. Wow. I think. Actually, is it Linda or Ponch first? Either way, 
uh, it was a long time before the estrogen sea parted for me. Well, luckily for Ponch, too, that all of his sisters weren't older. I think right. a lot yes. would have been, yeah. And Ponch has three sons, so that kind of helped even things out a little bit. <laughs> helped even things out. One of which is my godson, actually. Oh, cool. Yep, yep. So if um, Ponch and Barbara kick it, I then have a child legally. You're in charge, yeah. Great. <laughs> and everybody look out. And that kid is going to a home. Sorry. <laughs> David! <laughs> Good. <laughs> what if he listens to this podcast? Sorry, Dylan. It's just the way of the world. <laughs> is this crazy? Are you like 19 now, Dave? I think he can drink legally, but I'm not sure. Yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah, Anyways, we're out of time. So, bye. 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 Bye.